3: two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, no LeVar Arrington, no Brady Quinn, just me, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Monday morning, we appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up through the rest of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roadhouse, as a protection and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be. So, if you missed the big story out of the NFL over the weekend, well one of the big stories out of the NFL over the weekend huge, huge, huge win for the Chicago Bears. Jordan Love, the brand new quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, Uh, Jordan Love uh, went ahead and uh, decided he was going to go say Happy Father's Day to the Chicago Bears. I mean, you can even listen to it here. Um, Pretty interesting.
4: Happy Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there. Go Pack Go.
3: And so Jordan Love mentions Happy Father's Day to, to the Bears, which uh, sounds kind of dumb. I think he realized it was kind of dumb. That's why the tweet was then deleted, because he realized what he was acknowledging is that the Bears are his dad. and just the whole thing's goofy. It's one of these goofy offseason NFL storylines. But nonetheless, it does mark, you know, the first time in at least 30 years where the Bears feel like they have an advantage at quarterback over the Green Bay Packers. So that's something. All right, so you take what you can take there, and both those teams open up Week One of the season, which is going to be a lot of fun. So, Jordan Love already throwing so you know a little bit of a uh, little bit of something on the rivalry here now that he's taken over as the Packers' quarterback, and so we get to watch that all play out. Uh, week One of the season coming up, where the Bears are already a two and a half point favorite, courtesy of our friends on DraftKings. So there's all that fun stuff going on when it comes to Jordan Love. But speaking of off seasons for NFL quarterbacks. Apparently, there's a lot of optimism, not only in Chicago for their quarterback situation, but apparently there's some optimism for the Denver Broncos. There was a video that was posted where Russell Wilson is working out, and people noticed that he looks a lot leaner than last year. Really been putting in the work. Man. Really grinding away that Russell Wilson. He's putting in that work and in much better shape than he was last year. None of it matters. It just doesn't. Russell Wilson's in a spot to where it doesn't matter what he does in the offseason. Nobody really cares. They start keeping score once you get to the regular season. That's where it's at. Like It's the same thing with Tua Tagovailoa and the helmet stuff. He's got this new protective helmet to help him with concussions. He took judo classes that his coach, in between vapes, thought were jiu-jitsu. Neither one of them could get on the same page as to what form of martial art he was actually taking. But apparently that's the move when it comes to... I want to prepare myself to be able to take hits in the NFL next season and not have to worry about concussions. And that too, much like Russell Wilson's leaner physique, none of it matters because both those guys are going to be judged. What happens in the season? You could say the same for basically every player in the NFL, but these two in particular, that absolutely holds true here. Like when I watched Russell Wilson last year, I didn't look at him and go, oh, you know what the problem is? He's fat. I never thought that. And in fact, a lot of people look at Russell Wilson and say, he's got to have a bulkier physique because he is an undersized quarterback. Like that was one of the, I I guess, bright spots to Bryce Young when he came into the NFL. People looked at Bryce Young when when he got through the draft process and all that, and they said, well, when he measured in, He actually was a lot heavier than we realized because he was listed at 195 and he weighed in at 204. And they said, man, that's right around where Russell Wilson was or Kyler Murray or some of these other guys. So you look at him and you go, okay, undersized quarterback, you want him to be a little bit bulkier. So like Russell Wilson's physique was not the problem. It was all the other stuff that happened last year surrounding Russell Wilson, It was all the drama, his own office, his own parking space. The lame-ass Subway commercial he did with the Danger Witch, which, by the way, I have not seen a Danger Witch. I haven't been to a Subway recently. But if your acting is so bad that you completely eliminate a food item from a menu across the country, that's saying something. Because there's a lot of bad actors out there. And a lot of bad actors, I don't know many of them, that completely wipe out and make a food item go extinct. And Russell Wilson kind of accomplished that. So if that's the case, do what you got to do. But that was part of the stuff that was going wrong with Russell Wilson last year. It wasn't his physique. And nobody questioned his work ethic, ever. He's always been credited as being one of the hardest workers in the NFL. So much so... That even when he's injured, the guy goes through the two-minute offense at Lambeau Field with a cast on his hand. And nobody around. Does that strike you as somebody who doesn't work hard in the offseason? He even practiced handshakes when he walked out to training camp last year. Does that strike you as somebody who doesn't work hard? So I don't look at Russell Wilson and say, man, he's got to work harder in the offseason. He's got to get leaner and he's got to work on his physique. Nobody cares about any of that stuff. All that matters is when the season rolls around, is he going to play better? And he's going to, is he going to play better with Sean Payton? And are those two going to be, you know, on the same page in trying to turn around this organization? Because they invested a lot, not only to get him, but they invested a lot this offseason. Hackett's gone. So like you can you can point to a scapegoat all you want and say, well, Nathaniel Hackett, and you know, he was inexperienced and his decision making starting week one and all okay. Well that scapegoat's gone. So if they struggle again, are you gonna blame it on Sean Payton? Guy's got a Super Bowl. So like all like all this, like he's leaner now and the hashtags and all, like none of it matters. It's all about when he gets into the season. That's all anybody cares about. Like there are other quarterbacks around the NFL where you look for signs of optimism during the offseason. You want to see it. How are they growing? How are they developing? We mentioned Justin Fields. Like Justin Fields, like all the reports are he's developing this and this and, and and you know he can athletically he can do it. So you feel good about that. Like off season reports, not all you don't just dismiss all of them. And you could paint it with a broad brush and say, well, none of it matters. The only thing that matters is the regular season. But in these two situations that's absolutely the case in the subject of Russell Wilson and Tua Tagovailoa. Like for Tua Tagovailoa, it doesn't matter whether or not he took judo, jiu-jitsu, uh, like I mean, it, like not, like MMA training in full boxing, Taekwondo. None of it matters until he actually takes a hit in a game and can get up and doesn't see stars. That's why I wonder how long this lasts with Tua. Do we wait until everybody calms down and after a year everything's fine? The concussions can come out to play again? Because the idea that you think Tua is never going to suffer another concussion the rest of his career is kind of a crazy thought. Let's say he plays another 10 years. You think he's going to go 10 years without taking a ding? So when it happens again two years from now for the first time, is it cause for concern again? Like the thing with TuA is you, you now you wonder, is he susceptible to it? Same with Kenny Pickett. So like all the the practice helmets and all the training and everything that came along with it, like all of that's awesome, but it doesn't matter if he gets to week one of the season and he gets sacked and drugged down again and he hits the back of his head on the turf, which has been the problem. So when it comes to Russell Wilson, when it comes to TuA, All this off-season preparation and the things that they're doing, like nobody's questioning any of that stuff. It's about what happens when the season starts and whether or not they can recover or rebound off what the issues were last year. In Russell Wilson's case... It was bad play and weird behavior, and in Tua's case, it was concussions. So we wait till the regular season to find out. Jonas Knox here, two pros and a cup of joe on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Again, you can listen to this show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. We're coming up next here from these com studios. We are going to have a discussion about a legend, a legend in the world of sports, a legend who is now saying – Bye-bye. We get into that for you right here. It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com 2Pros That's
0: O'ReillyAuto.com 2Pros There's no distance too far for the perfect trip Hi, checking in for Or the perfect table Hey, where are you? Coming!
3: two pros and a cup of Joe Fox Sports Radio Jonas Knox with you here coming up in we'll call it a little over 20 minutes from now another edition of uni you out apparently one of the places the destinations you've always wanted to travel to apparently it makes you very very emotional that is what I'm hearing. I'm hearing uh, sources are are confirming to me that it makes you very emotional. We'll give you the details on that, especially if you are a multiple time world champion. Very, very emotional. So that'll be yours coming up uh, a little over 20 minutes from now in another edition of UNE Out here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, it is like, I, I keep looking at this, the Russell Wilson stuff, and people are like, oh my God, he, he's just uh, he's so lean, man. Russ is back. Danger Russ is back. It's like... <laughs> What are we doing? Dude, like, you, you know how many people, and this isn't even like a, a play on Russell Wilson's diet. You know how many people like decide alright, I'm going to start my workout in, in January. Start my workout. I'm ready to go. I'm going to start my workout in January. And so Monday rolls around. They're like they go to the store. They got to buy all this healthy stuff. They get a bunch of salads, a bunch of vegetables. Like they raid raid the produce aisle. Get up on all sorts of healthy stuff. Low-fat this, non-sugar that. They get the bread without crust. They get the tortillas that say keto friendly, like all of it. Like they get the lean turkey meat, all of it. God, they just I mean, do it all up. Like no crackers, no carbs, no nothing. They got a bunch of water, no soda, no nothing. Everything's filled. You go to the you go to the pantry, it's all filled up with healthy stuff. You go you open the fridge and it's got all sorts of veggies and stuff like that. Like all the little like veggie baskets around the kitchen are all filled up, like filled to the brim. And then next Tuesday, they throw it all out because they didn't eat any of it. You know, like, so none of it mattered. None of it mattered. All the shopping, all the detail, all the weighing of the produce and buying, oh, bell peppers are two for $3. Let me get, let me get four, mm, forget that. Let me get six of those. Speaking for myself, Uh, like all, all of like, all of that, like none of it matters if you don't actually eat it. If you don't actually utilize the time, none of it matters. It's a bunch of prep that doesn't end up meaning anything. It's like taking all the time in the world to pack for a trip, and then you took all that time, and you missed the flight anyways. So what was the point? It's like, uh, so you see like uh, like Russell Wilson like getting prepared for the season, Tua and this new helmet he came out. It just, it doesn't make any sense to me. It all matters once you get to the season, whether Tua can take a hit or Russell Wilson can, can play again. It just, like, at, at this point, none of the preseason stuff for either of those guys means means anything to anybody whatsoever. Uh, Jonas Knox with you here at Fox Sports Radio. Let's go live to our I Have a Thought on Produce Purchasing at the beginning of the year insider
5: lead to laugh of the latest, Lee. Fun fact you might. Just, you know, just, just for you to have here and the listeners, now that you're all uh, aware of Todd, Todd's cousin is Decker Davis, is uh, Russell Wilson and Sierra's personal trainer.
3: How about that? So, your friend Todd, yes, Todd, the guy <laughs> who sang karaoke at four in the morning here on the show yes. and may have been half in the bag. Actually, I don't want to even say may, was half in the Absolutely bag. Absolutely was. So his friend, his cousin, his cousin is the personal trainer for Russell Wilson. Yep, Decker. And and has he ever had an issue with Russell Wilson showing up for workouts in the off season? No, no. These uh, he's on it. He's on That's it. What I'm saying like this. Like I, nobody looks at Russell Wilson and goes, "Man, I hope he can get it together in the off season." He's never had an issue with that. So like none of this stuff. Man, it was the play during the year that was the problem. Yeah, look at that. Todd with Connections. Absolutely. Hey, maybe with as many glowing segments as we've done on Russell Wilson on this show, maybe Todd can hook us up with a Russell Wilson interview. Maybe that'll happen. Uh, We can make that happen. Yeah, we'll have to delete a lot of our content. You know, (laughs) the the jokes about the Danger Witch and his bad acting and the the corniness of some of his, uh, you know, snap face videos wouldn't, wouldn't land well with Russell Wilson, I'm sure. But, you know, hey, at least we're not ignoring him like Jamal Murray did when he left the court at the NBA Finals. At least there's that. Imagine being such a celebrity like Russell Wilson and Ciara, and then Jamal Murray walks by and just completely ignores you. What an awful spot to be in. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Speaking of not awful, though, how about Irish Spring? The fresh scent of Irish Spring and, the, and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. So we lost a legend absolute legend in the world of sports. We're talking about a second round pick. Somebody who played for six teams, played 17 years in the NBA, won three six Man of the Year awards, has the most points off the bench in NBA history. Lou Williams. And the best part about all this, none of those credentials mean anything to you. None of that makes him a legend. And you don't even think of any of those credentials when the name Lou Williams gets brought up, do you? It's okay. I'm the same way. Lou Williams changed everything for me. And the way I think about Lou Williams about three years ago. Because he is the greatest six man in the history of the NBA by definition most points in the history of the league like he's he just good at it didn't start a lot at all really good player instant offense so much so nobody's done it better at that position and Lou Williams put an end to all of that all those credentials are secondary to the legend that is Lou Williams. And why is he a legend? Because he decided, you know what? This whole bubble thing, not interested. I'm going to go to a strip club and get some buffalo wings. In fact, I'm going to go to the strip club and get some lemon pepper wings. And they're going to call him lemon pepper Lou's. That right there makes him a legend. And it was deemed reckless at the time and the reports on it was, well, he was going to a funeral and he was hungry, so he went out. But Lou Williams literally changed the way we think about his career based on that one move. And you could try and talk, uh, like, go X's and O's all you want and say, no, no, no. I remember his time here and this shot he hit here. No, you don't. And no, you didn't. You think Lemon Pepper Lou. In fact, When Magic City gets brought up, you think lemon pepper wings because of Lou Williams. One of the great gentlemen's clubs across the country. Rob Parker visits anytime he gets an opportunity to. Lou Williams gave your excuse plausibility. Like, he gave your excuse of, I go there for the food, legitimacy. Legitimacy. You should be thanking Lou Williams. You know how many of you weirdos showed up to a strip club in a pair of bike shorts and nothing else on so that you could feel more and then tried to tell everybody it was for the menu? Nah, nah I went there because they got this really good brunch. Yeah, okay, right. Sure they do. No, I'm serious. They really, okay, they, you got to try their tater tots. They're loaded. They've got like all sorts of garnish on them. Okay. Yeah. No, we, we, we get it, buddy. We get it. Yeah. It's right next to the ATM. That's where the buffet is. We got it. We hear you. Lemon Pepper Lou gave you your out, and he legitimized it because then you had everybody like Rob Parker speak up and say, no, 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 for real. Those wings are great. The food's fantastic. So when you think of Lemon Pepper Lou, You go straight to the top. You go that guy in that moment and the decision he made. I don't think about three six-man-of-the-year awards. Who cares about that? 17 years in the NBA, big deal. Second-round pick, who isn't? Played for six teams, couldn't care less. Most points off the bench in NBA history, secondary. All of it's secondary to the legend that is Lemon Pepper Lou. So we say and bid farewell to one of the true legends of this sport, one of the true legends of sports, a guy who left the bubble in the middle of COVID to go to a strip club and eat wings. Reckless at the time, but upon further review, job well done, Lou Williams. Jonas Knox, two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so coming up, uh, we are going to have a discussion about something that's intact. Right, This was a a good moment and a good move for many people in the world of sports over the weekend because something was kept intact based on a deal that didn't get done. So we'll give you the details on that deal coming up here shortly. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, he's our Lemon Pepper Lou, the one and only
4: Edmund Garcia. Well, Well, that is high praise right there. Yeah. I mean,
3: does it make you wonder about the wings, though?
4: I'm not a big Wings fan, so... You don't like Wings? No. Really? Yeah, too much work, not enough payoff. What about Boneless Wings? Eh, a little better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I, I like
3: Boneless Wings. People try and argue those are chicken nuggets. Yeah. I, that's insulting to me. It's just insulting. Yeah. You know, it's like... uh it's like people, you know, complain. It's like uh, I want to get a cheeseburger. Wolf, well, there's not cheese on it. It's not actually a cheeseburger. It's just a hamburger. Dude, call it a cheeseburger if you want. Who cares? What? Like what? We're splitting hairs here. Hmm. Boneless, have you, uh, wing
4: it, bone in. Who cares? Have you enjoyed uh, the food at a strip club before? I have not. No, nor have I. It's I never. <laughs> I mean, not that I go a lot, but when I did go, I. I was not there for the food. It right. never, never crossed my honest. mind. Yeah. I, I, I was just trying to make sure
3: nobody I knew uh, saw me in there. I didn't even know <laughs> if
4: they served food. I,
3: <laughs> I, I didn't either. I, I swear. I that was not even. It was like the first time I had food at a bowling alley. Like oh, you go there, it's like you're having a couple of drinks and and you're you're bowling, and then all of a sudden somebody walked up with like overly seasoned French fries. Like, they got food here. It's like oh yeah, it's right around the corner. I didn't even notice. Like wasn't even like. Uh, uh, Upon, like, furthest thing from my mind was let's go get something to eat or get an appetizer. I just wanted to go bowl, like, that was it. Yeah. So, bowling strip club, same thing, yeah, yeah, you know, I hear you. Yeah, you know it goes by the way. They uh, Eddie sent me a picture of that TV he got <laughs> that is massive. <laughs> that is that is a massive television. I mean, you're not
4: going anywhere anytime soon, not if I've got time to watch TV, no. yeah, hell no, no Still no. no. Uh, some news in the NBA to pass along. The Phoenix Suns reportedly finalizing a trade to acquire All-Star guard Bradley Beal from the Washington Wizards for a package that includes veteran Chris Paul, Landry Shamet, several second-round picks, and a pick swap. Beal will be joining Devin Booker and Kevin Durant to... Form a big three in the desert for Phoenix. Golf 123rd U.S. Open. Wyndham Clark wins his first career major by one stroke over Rory McIlroy. Clark shot a final round 70 to finish tender to par, and it's just his second ever PGA Tour win. Ricky Fowler started the day on top of the leaderboard, but finished five shots back tied for fifth place. Now back to Jonas Knox on tireact.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios.
3: Thanks, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. And now it is time for the progressive play of the day.
5: And here goes Wyndham Clark, picking his coin up. His caddy comes over. How much of the routine are we gonna go through? None of it. Wyndham Clark's mother, before she passed, had a mantra of play big. This week, Wyndham Clark has played bigger than the biggest names of the game. Even par 70 in the final round, good enough to post 10 under par and win. The 123rd United States Open.
3: U.S. Open Radio on Sirius XM on the call. That is your Progressive Play of the Day. Progressive is making things even easier. They will help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. By the way, I had no idea that the Playboy Mansion overlooked a golf course. No clue. Like, I wonder if anybody that actually lived there knew that that was the case. Like, what's that over there? Do you even get that far? Like, they're talking about redoing the Playboy Mansion. I don't even know if anybody lives there anymore. But, like, apparently, yeah, it's right there at 14th Green. Just, like, like go look over the fence. Right? Like, you know, go clean up, leave the grotto or whatever it is. Go look over the fence. You can go watch some golf. So uh, congratulations, Wyndham Clark, your your U.S. Open champion. First time ever. So a fun tournament, fun to watch. Uh, Love the low scores. Uh, Love even more the people bitching about the low scores because they suck at golf and they want professional golfers to be as bad as they are. That's my favorite part of this whole thing. Uh, Also, uh, quick update for you, those of you just tuning in, we talked about this earlier, Uh, the Stefan Diggs drama. A lot of people wondering what's going on. There's some sort of an issue. Him and Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, etc. I mean, like, like I said earlier, all the ingredients were there for a major scandal. We could have some really juicy stuff at a Buffalo. You know, like, uh, you know, like a locker room fight. You know, s- somebody like, uh, you know, sleeping with somebody's wife. Like, I mean, anything. Give us something. And instead, it turns out, according to Ben Volen of the Boston Globe, Stephon Diggs is just upset about his role in the play calling. Not happy wants more involvement, and that he he maybe wasn't seeing eye-to-eye or he didn't have the chemistry that he had with Brian Dayball with his new offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey. It sucks. What a bland ending, if that's the case, to what could have been a juicy story. It's like white elephant gifts. Like, you ever go to a white elephant party during the holidays? Or just in general? I remember my buddy, like, we had this white elephant party, and he got this giant box. I mean, this thing was huge. Giant gift box. I didn't even know what it was. Like, it might have been like a TV itself or like a, a VCR. Wrapped this entire thing up. And so, of course, when you're going to pick out your gift, you're looking at that one. You go, oh, that one's huge. I mean, it, it's probably going to be a goofy gift, but let me just go ahead and grab that one. And somebody went up and they grabbed it and they opened it up and it was a can of chili. It's like, oh, jeez. Then you realize the buy-in was $8 or less. <laughs> So like you imagine you imagine what a horse's ass you feel like you pick the biggest box on the table thinking I, I outsmarted everybody. I got the best draw and you open it up and it's a can of Denison's and you got to walk around with a can of chili that's probably still sitting on his shelf all these years later. It's like that's the a Von Diggs story. What a bummer. Everything was there. Gift wrapped to have all sorts of uh, dirt attached to it. And it's unfortunate because Stefan Diggs apparently just, you run run-of-the-mill upset about the play calling and all the other things that come along with it. That sucks. Uh, also, a uh, quick update here on the uh, the trade involving the Phoenix Suns and the Washington Wizards. Uh, there is a, a some good news to this whole trade, not only for the Phoenix Suns, but also some good news. Um, so the Washington Wizards trade Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns. He's now there. They're going to form this new big three, like Eddie Garcia was talking about in his update. Uh, You've got Kevin Durant. You got Bradley Beal. You got Devin Booker. I'm happy for Kevin Durant. I hope he wins another championship just because I love to see the way, way people throw shade at him and don't like Kevin Durant. But there's also good news here in this regard. Not only for the Phoenix Suns, but also for the Miami Heat and for the fanboys who cover the Miami heat and continue to churn out heat propaganda about heat culture, because if the Miami heat would have acquired Bradley Beal, what are we going to do with all those narratives about undrafted players and the success of the Miami heat? What would we do? I mean, this is, this is cause for celebration because now when we continue to talk about the Miami heat and continue to force hashtag heat culture down your throat, and try and ignore the fact that you know they they went out and and got LeBron James and Chris Bosh and all that stuff like whatever like we'll try and ignore all that but like when everyone talks about Heat culture had they brought in Bradley Beal they probably would have had to trade away a bunch of those quote unquote undrafted players that they find and develop unlike anybody else that got them all the way to the finals you know those undrafted players. So at least now, you know, the reputation of heat culture is protected because they didn't go out and get Bradley Beal because that's never what they do. They never go out and sign free agent Jimmy Butler. They, they never go out. It's all like undrafted guys. They never, like they're never out, like getting aggressive on big time superstar Shaq. Like they never do any of that stuff. LeBron James, Chris Bosh, never, never do any of that stuff. So I feel like we've protected the narrative And the fanboys and fangirls that love to talk about the Miami Heat because they just want to go cover games in South Beach, congratulations, the narrative is intact, everything is fine, and Heat culture is still alive and well, and we can continue to talk about their undrafted players as the reason for their success. Jonas Knox, two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so coming up next, we're going to put a bow on this bad boy. But we're going to do so in talking about a place that you've always wanted to go. And apparently, when you get there, you get really emotional.
1: That's next. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
2: Terms and conditions apply.
3: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox with you here. If you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. It will be posted up shortly after we go off the air. We're going to be back on the air coming up tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. I just saw on the local news out here in Los Angeles that a bear was struck and killed on the freeway. Apparently there was some bear trying to walk across the freeway. (laughs) Bumped into a Toyota. And uh, next thing you know... Got some road closures going on now. Are they gonna have like a, a memorial walk for this bear, like they did that mountain lion who who decided to play Frogger on the freeway out here. <laughs> they got ripped in half. You had, you had like people, like a couple hundred people, doing a memorial walk for what was it the P twenty eight or whatever his name was? That mountain lion. Are we doing the same for the bear? Or no. Bears, bears give you differently than mountain lions, so um, thoughts and prayers to the bear who uh, who didn't realize that uh, that sedan, it's not going anywhere. Uh, you're going to be going somewhere. So uh, so there it is, a quick update here from uh, the weirdness that is Southern California. But at least it didn't happen yesterday during the uh, U.S. Open, because uh, that would have been a nightmare. People trying to get in and out of the U.S. Open or people trying to go to the uh, Playboy Mansion traffic shut down because some bear hopped across the road uh we are brought to you by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle rv boat atv and more all your protection one place bundle and save at progressive.com
1: this is really big news two pros in a cup of joe want you to know if they're in yeah please or if they're out all right leave the lab what do we got
5: well, Jonas, I'm a little late on this. Apparently, it's episode three of the first season of Stars on Mars follows a simulation of what might be it might be like to be an astronaut on Mars, all with celebrity contestants competing to be the last one standing with uh, William Shatner manning the controls. At uh, You also got contestants like Richard Sherman, Ronda Rousey, Marshawn Lynch, and Lance Armstrong. And on the uh, promo they have for this week, it's Ronda Rousey getting quite emotional talking to her one-year-old daughter. Obviously, they're all separated from... Family for quite a while You enter out on this show I'm out First of all How do you simulate That you're on Mars I think they're in a desert In uh Southern Australia From what I'm reading up on And they're in like Some kind of You know Fake uh <laughs>
3: Yeah, but like once you walk out of the production truck and somebody's drinking a fosters, doesn't it isn't it a dead <laughs> giveaway you're not on Mars anymore? It's like what are we like what's happening here? It's like the The Show Survivor. Like everyone's like, "Oh my god, Survivor. What a ru-. It's like, Okay, so are the production people also eating worms and maggots? Like are are, are they eating good? Cuz if I'm on the production crew for the the Show Survivor, I'm not eating Like a goldfish that's been laying there for for two months. Like, I'd like like to be fed properly, so I'm not really... So the idea that, like, nobody's having, like, a a decent meal while they're on set here and on location doesn't make any sense to me. You're the TV guy, Lee. You tell me. Naked and afraid?
5: Is the whole crew naked? Is that what's going on?
3: Yeah, like, it doesn't make... Like, I don't... Just, like,
5: sometimes... They they do have another side of the island on uh, Survivor. They... Uh, I think there's been scandals in the past where like people have snuck over like a contestant yes. to like have a meal.
3: Yeah, what? Like what? Like I gotta sit here and eat like a a cockroach with rabies? I can't go have a cheeseburger? Like all I gotta do is walk across the island and get like like you know potato skins? I gotta sit here and eat this crap off the ground? Come on,
5: what else we got? Uh, Grand Canyon National Park has been rated the most deadly national park. In the uh, in the country, have you been to Grand Canyon? No, I've not. I've wanted to go really bad when we were out in uh, Arizona. What's so deadly about it? Uh, people fall. People. Uh, there's a whole bunch of things. I mean, I, I, they do have the uh, the river at the bottom. People drown. It, it's a whole plethora of reasons to die at the Grand Canyon.
3: I mean, like heat exhaustion, extreme heat. What do you? Like, here's the part that doesn't make any sense about the Grand Canyon. Why wouldn't you just fly over it? Isn't it the same thing?
5: It's yeah. not like it's like I mean you can't really like crawl down the Grand Canyon, can you? Well you can take the donkey down. What do you mean? There's donkey rides. You could you could get on a donkey and trek down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Wait, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's like the thing to do. Who would want to do that? <laughs> like, wait a second.
3: So you're going to the Grand Canyon by way of donkey? How long does it take to get to the, from the top to the bottom of the Grand Canyon on a donkey? I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll put the over-under right now at a donkey, Grand at three days. I'm going to put it at three days it takes you to get from the top all the way to
5: the bottom on a donkey on the Grand Canyon. Much shorter. Approximately five and a half hours. That's a crock. What a lie. That's from one trail called the Bright Angel Trail. It's about a ten and a half mile Rick. There's there's stuff that I'm just not interested in seeing.
3: The Grand Canyon's one of them. I think I've seen what? it over, overhead. Uh, it's, it's fine. That works for me. Like, I'm good. It's like uh, Mount Rushmore. Like, don't you want to see all the faces of the presidents? Dude, I've seen Point Break. Same thing. Like, and in Point Break, at, Point Break, at least they robbing people and committing crimes. Like, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to see a bunch of sculptures of, of presidents. Like, I'm just... Like, Lee, didn't you say you also saw the uh, the pillow that Lincoln was shot on or he died on? Yeah, at yeah.
5: Uh, Ford's Theater. Again, yeah, they like, still have that there.
3: There's just stuff that I'm not interested in seeing. Like, I don't, I don't have no interest in seeing where Abe Lincoln died. You know, like, I have no interest in seeing a donkey take me down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. I don't know. It's not my thing.
5: Abe Lincoln died on my birthday. What else? Fun fact. Oh, I'm sure you're I'm
3: sure you celebrate, Lee. That's that's part of the celebration, right?
5: Titanic also sank. Yep.
3: Okay. Very good. It's a great <laughs> great day in history. Uh, what else we got? You
5: know, a fun fact. I know you would uh, you would reprimand me for not bringing it up. You were talking about the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. Friend of mine was the zookeeper at the Playboy Mansion for a short period of time. Yeah. She was pretty cool.
3: What kind of uh, what kind of animals did they take care of there?
5: Monkeys, mostly monkeys, birds
3: i heard there's peacocks there too i swear to god that's there, there's
5: lots of peacocks I, at the Playboy I know, Mansion. i
3: know everybody assumes that's like some sort of a joke like i'm making some sort of an innuendo because it's a playboy mansion but there are peacocks that i heard that would walk around the playboy mansion they're weird but yeah they're, they were walking around
5: there. that is a weird bird yes uh
3: a lot a of, lot of stuff you could say right now i'm not going to what else we got lee
5: well, happy Juneteenth to everybody out there. Juneteenth ice cream was put out on the market for Walmart. They have since taken it down, getting uh, cri- getting backlash from critics saying it's insensitive. They had a blurb on their ice cream container, which read, share and celebrate African-American culture, emancipation, and enduring hope. So yeah, the Walmart ice cream has taken down their Juneteenth brand of ice cream. So I guess we're out on that. <laughs> Like, what What was the ice cream? Was it just been, like... That's a good question. There actually is an answer to this. So, this was in Cincinnati, and there's a famous ice cream parlor out there. Grater's? Is it Grater's ice cream? It is, uh... It's Creamalicious from a black-owned Cincinnati-based ice cream company. Right as rain, vel- red velvet cheesecake huh. flavor.
3: I mean, it sounds tasty, but, yeah, probably not, uh, probably not the ideal day to launch that on. You know, for everybody, uh partaking. It's like, what are you doing, dude? Like, but hey, look, sometimes people market differently than others. Uh, what else, Lee? You got time for one more?
5: Sure, we got one more. I was actually saving this one, but uh, we talked a little bit of Chicago earlier today. The Chicago street race in NASCAR, I'm super looking forward to. Are you in or out on this? I'm looking at the course layout. Part of it is on Michigan Avenue, some Columbus Drive. Um, this is going to be on July 2nd, NASCAR in Chicago, I, I street mean, race.
3: I, I'm in on it because anytime there's a, a big event where they do something different, they add a little something to it. Like even like the NASCAR race, it was at the Coliseum. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they just went around in circles. It was, it was at a slow speed. But it was kind of cool seeing a NASCAR track inside the Coliseum in L.A. And I guess the good news for, you know, this street racing in Chicago, at least the Pirates bus driver won't be a part of it. So nobody's getting a DUI on their way to the event.
1: product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
2: at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field